Hey, this is Writer's Row. I'm DC Wrighthammer, and on this episode, I'm going to talk about word economy with a special guest. I'll let her introduce herself. My name is Meg Trast, author of Write That Book You Keep Talking About, and I am a professional book editor here to talk with you about word economy. What? What is this thing, word economy, and why should we care about it, Meg? That is a great question, and it comes down to keeping things as clean cut as possible without uh, without drying out your prose too much. While it is important to get right to the point and to be as clear as possible, which the broader your vocabulary, the easier this will be to accomplish, it's also important not to make this your number one priority yeah. for a number of reasons. Uh, but word economy is basically the act of omitting unnecessary words from your prose. It's cutting out all your justs, your varies, your thats, etc. What about um what about adverbs? Ooh, there is a <laughs> hot debate in the yes. writing community yes, about the use of adverbs. I personally believe they serve a purpose, as does every facet of the English language. Got it. Adverbs can be appropriate in many circumstances. It's important, however, that you are not using them as crutch words or filler words. If you want to say, it was extremely hot, mm -hmm. you could also just say it was sweltering. You could also use a more active voice and explain what made your environment hot. The sun beat down oppressively. Yep. Oppressively is an adverb. Oppressively go. is a wonderful adverb, and it belongs in that sentence. Yeah. Uh, I'm writing a fantasy novel now, and uh, I am breaking the rule of not paying attention to word economy uh, in early drafts. Uh, to, so to clarify, I don't... Don't worry about word economy in the first draft. Just write, just write it. You know, use all the words. Because exactly. when you go back, you can spot a lot of the things. And control F or command F, if you're on a Mac, is your friend. Um, but some of the word economy things I've been doing is uh, using had too much, using mm -hmm. was too much. Um, not to say you can't use those words, but um, be a little more active, a little less passive. And I find that I have a lot more fun writing when, um, you know, you can be uh, sort of very descriptive with very few words. I, I believe that a majority of the problems with word economy come from authors not not reading into their entire vocabulary of words when they're writing something, rather than thinking, what's the most interesting and apt and succinct way I can describe this? It's, well, what does this make me think of? And uh, let's, well, it was very, very, very exciting. <laughs> right. This was a very, very exciting time for all of us. Um, it was, there was going to be a party with lots of music and uh, dancing. And we were all very excited about this exciting party. Right. <laughs> or, um, 
you know, we were jumping up and down for this party. Like, it's understood, like, that you were excited. And exactly. So, like, I think that's the other thing. Like, we're word economy, and when people talk about it, it's not about sucking the life out. In fact, it often can bring life to the scenes, the characters, um, you know, and give give you an opportunity to really express um, what's happening in, in um, succinct terms. I think often where I get in trouble with word economy is that I want to describe something that Very might be thoroughly. somewhat important, but I just go off on this little tangent. I really want them to know how many branches are on this tree and like the bird nest and like, oh, there must have been a bird there at one like, you know, and it's like, you know, we're, we're sort of getting off of word economy into darlings and telling, you know, side stories, but that's sort of part of it, right? It is. Uh, a lot of times authors go overboard with adverbs and adjectives because something in their story is so very important. And that's honestly a valid way to convey the importance, but it's also, you have to look at and weigh how important is this actually to the story and how much am I explaining this and sharing it because I like it and because I want my readers to pay attention to it. And if there are story purposes, so word economy is good because it keeps the story flowing, it keeps you moving along, but there could be story reasons why you want to slow down a particular scene with a particular character and you do want to get a little more descriptive. I actually did that in my first novel, uh, Between Two Minds Awakening, and there was a scene where I described things very vividly because it was a character seeing things through somebody else's eyes, literally seeing through their eyes. And so I had one review ding me like that character wouldn't describe things like that. Totally missing the fact that there's a person inside of them seeing things for them. Like, right. Um, and so I got kind of dinged on word economy there because they're like, um, you should have just described things and moved along there. Why did you spend two pages going into detail? Because there was a story purpose to it. Exactly. Um, and there is a delicate balance between word economy and story pacing. And these two things are what ultimately build structure for one another. And when you use zippy, succinct phrasing for most of your story, you can slow everything down by injecting much more language. But it's not as effective if you're not succinct in your previous scenes. Right. Um, or it becomes exhausting if you if you spend too much time explaining everything. So while word economy is important for keeping your story moving along, it's also vital to understand how to use it to control the pacing of your story, to control the pacing of your book, whatever it might be. And that's not to say there isn't. We talked ages ago about world building. And, oh, yes. Um, I'll, I'll put a link somewhere either in <laughs> video or in description to that one, because that one was a lot of fun. That was um, but, uh but, you know, there, the word economy is not as important if you are describing the entire lore of something. If you're building a universe 
and you want to talk about the type of metal that's used to build a particular spaceship for this particular alien race. Totally cool, totally valid. Not what we're kind of getting at here for for general writers and storytelling often um, you know, you get kind of get in the way of yourself and you use just a lot of words in, in some cases where you take out half a dozen words, you flip them for some more descriptive words, you can keep things moving, convey the same things oftentimes more descriptively. Um, and you start to build so that your word economy can build credit with the reader and they get sucked into the story because they're not... They're not looking at the words anymore. They're in your story. It's carrying them. Yep. And then yes. that lends itself later to they're in the story. Now I need to slow them down, stretch it out, use some more words, describe some more things. Um, you have gained their trust for yes. patience in that scenario. And when you can have that meta understanding of your story and your reader, you can really do some cool things. And I think that was the whole reason I wanted to have this discussion in this episode, because it is it's a topic. I think people throw it out there. Um, they'll throw economy on everything. Oh, plot economy and character economy and this and that. And like people focus on the numbers. They, they focus on the quantity side of word economy. But you got to focus on the quality side of it. And I think that's where you can really gain some some traction. That's why I know I've said it before, but I, I will say it again because it bears repeating. Rules of writing are completely fluid mm -hmm. and must be altered to suit the story itself. Right. And then someone's going to hear that and say, I'm going to write the most avant-garde rule-breaking story that I ever can write. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Edgy. <laughs> Push the envelope. And that's totally fine if you want to do that. Yep. Just don't get mad when nobody understands what your story is. Do not blame it on them. Exactly. Understand the ecosystem in which you're writing that thing in. That's exactly. all I Exactly. You're writing for an audience of probably like four people. Relax. Hey, totally valid. Uh, Meg, thank you for coming on, talking word economy with me. This has been great. Um, I know I'll have you on sometime in the future. Um, any parting words before we wrap it up? Check out Write That Book You Keep Talking About to get started and actually be able to utilize all of this advice. Again, link in the description. Thanks again, Meg. Thanks, everyone, for watching. We'll catch you next time.